Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What Do You Say Anime? I am your host, Peter. On today's episode, I will be doing a solo venture as I will be discussing my personal top 10 overrated anime. I will only be discussing anime that I have personally seen, and I'm going to be basing it off of what score is on my anime list compared to what I gave it. So, there's going to be some discrepancies on what like you think is overrated, what I think is overrated. I'm just using that, like, that system as like my scale. So, before we get into this, this is my personal opinion. Um, this is just how I feel about certain shows. I'm not gatekeeping. You can like whatever you like. If you like certain shows that I hate, I'm happy for you. So I just want to make that clear that whatever I say, take it with a grain of salt. Also, I will maybe be talking about shows that you have not seen. So there are going to be spoilers in this. So just be aware that if you're interested in a variety of shows... There's going to be some heavy spoilers and uh, genres all across the board. So I know I hinted that I'm going to say there's going to be a lot of shonen in this, but it's actually not. It's more of my disdain towards shows that like could be like really good that ended up being really bad. So look forward to that. I do have like a few, you know, if you've never seen me before, I have uh, some takes on a lot of popular shows. But for the most part, I think they are properly rated on like my anime list and stuff like that. So you might not see shows that you would expect me to say, but there are probably going to be a shows that, if you know me, are going to be on this list. So, I just want to say this is for fun. Uh, since I was doing this solo, I want it to be like a personal thing. So, maybe if you are unfamiliar with the podcast and as me as a host, you can maybe get a taste of things that I dislike about shows. So, that was kind of like the goal. And I was feeling a little spicy. I'm going to be honest. I just got done with my busy work, my like busy season of work. So I'm celebrating a little bit. I got a drink in my hand. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not going to lie. So I hope you enjoy it with me. And I hope that the things that I say about the shows that I think are overrated, you know, like you maybe can see where I'm coming from. People have like different, how they view anime from how I view it are completely different. So if you like certain shows, please enjoy them to your heart's content do whatever you would like with it but i just hope you completely understand or maybe not completely understand but a little understand what i'm getting into so let's start things off with my number 10 most overrated anime of all time if you know me this is no surprise it is attack on titan uh if you don't know attack on titan about my lore behind it it took me about four tries to complete season one i was very very bored by this entire like premise of the show I found that the whole dynamic of the Titans was very easy to figure out that the twist that the humans were the Titans in the earlier seasons was like so obvious to me that I didn't see how anybody could not see that. And to me, that took away from the show. There are some cool elements about it that I do enjoy. Like Levi is a top tier character. I absolutely love Levi, but there are some like, historical things like how this is very relatable to world war ii and you can kind of see how that was playing out and it was very foreshadowed like that was kind of like where they were going with it and i didn't really have fun watching this show i thought season two was an absolute snooze fest and that's where i stopped watching the anime i have picked up the manga and finished it and i'm a little biased because i think the manga has one of the worst manga anime or endings i've ever seen and I'm a huge stickler for um, like how shows are wrapped up. And I was, 
I'm not really looking forward to like watching more of my Attack on Titan. I did see episodes of like season four, which in my opinion is like the best part of the manga as well. I think that is actually like a pretty good show. But for like 80% of this show, I did not find like enjoyment. I attached myself to one character, which was Levi. I didn't really like Aaron as a character. I didn't really understand like his motivations. And it's shown in like the cast that the cast also don't uh, doesn't understand his motivations. And they clash with him a lot. And I have a really hard time like understanding the dynamic of their group. As like these like I don't know like as like the underdog when they're not it's really strange how like history repeats itself and that's like the path that they're going down and I had a really hard time understanding that so just didn't really click with me not my thing I think they could have done a lot more with the story uh, if you haven't seen like our we did like a debate episode on um, the Gabby Gang versus Potato Gang with Krissa from uh, the Anime Talk podcast. It's really interesting that we have a lot of conflicting views on which side of Attack on Titan that people like deal with. And we got two people who are on opposite sides and duel each other. And I thought it was really interesting because I think Attack on Titan does a really good job at having those types of conversations of is Aaron good? Is Aaron bad? Like, is he punching first before he is hit first type of thing? I think that's a really good like discussion-based like topics you can have for Attack on Titan. However, for the majority of Attack on Titan, it was just not clicking for me. I I thought, like, the fights were, like, incredible. Like, everybody agrees, like, the fights are great. Like, Levi versus Beast Titan, Beast Titan is fantastic. It's, like, everything else that goes into it. Like, I care about the dialogue. I think the dialogue in Attack on Titan is really bad. I don't, like, I just don't care, like, what they're saying and how they're presenting it to, like, each other. I have, like, a really big problem with that. It's, like, overdramatic a lot of the times, and they just don't have conversations where I feel like other shows that are similar to Attack on Titan do it, like in Code Geass, where I think that they have really, like, fun conversations with these, like, strategic things with, like, the chess games and stuff like that. It's really interesting how they play that political dynamic compared to Attack on Titan, where I feel like it's just very overdramatized. And it just wasn't clicking with me with the characters. And that's why I just couldn't get into the show as much as I wanted to. On Mal, like, no surprise, it has, like, a really high rating. I gave season one, like, a six. Season two, a five. And I gave the manga, like, overall a four. So, uh, I mean, it's just, like, but I'm not going to, like, the reason why it's a huge disparity in terms of, like, scoring for me and what, like, Mal has it. But I'm not going to, like, take away from, like, the cultural impact that it has. Like, so many people enjoy this show. So, I'm not going to, like, say it's the most overrated anime of all time. Because it's not. It's just it's just clearly not that overrated. It's just, This is clearly personal. I think what it has done to the anime industry outweighs how bad I personally think this show is. And because of that, I could only give it a number 10 spot. And just, like, I just think that they could have done more. And if you... When we get to those later endings, I really hope we get an anime-only ending... You can maybe see like some of the conclusion problems that I have with the story, but that being said, it just Attack on Titan is not not the political drama I was hoping it would be, and so for that reason, it gets a, my number ten slot. And I know I mentioned before that we're gonna be going all over the board with the genre, so it's not just gonna be shonen. Even though this this show probably maybe is considered a shonen, I'm not entirely sure off the top of my head. It might actually be like a shoujo based off of how the girls view it. 
It's my number nine most overrated anime of all time. And that is Skate the Infinity. Uh, is a very recently aired anime. And my problem with Skate the Infinity is how it is presented in the beginning episodes and how it is concluded. So it's set up as like this really cool shonen style skateboarding. I have no problems with that. No qualms. It's actually super fun. And they turn this into like the main villain turns into Hisoka and like wants to fuck like one of the teenage kids that I have a problem with. Um, it was really weird, like, why they went that route. I think they could have just done, like, a nice shonen-style skateboarding show with Bones animating it, like, one of the best studios in the game, and really making it its own. It was It's original. They could have done whatever they wanted with it. And, like, why did you have to go this, like, child pedophilia route? Why did you have to make the show so over dramatized from how it was presented in the earlier episodes where it was fun cool skateboarding like uh i think how um longa the blue-haired character is presented with his introduction to skateboarding how he was a snowboarder before and he is presented as the skateboarder that needs a longer board because he's used to that style he is more familiar with, like, downhill stuff because of snowboarding. I thought that was presented fantastic. And it's just, like, they took the fun out of it and threw it away in order so that they could add the drama to the story, which I felt was completely unnecessary. I think you could just have, like, a really fun shonen style like, tournament downhill arc like they kind of do in the show, but make it way less dramatic. Like, have the drama be about the competition. Kind of like how Haikyuu does their drama based off of the competition and more people resonate with that. And I think that's like a really great way to do it, especially in sports anime. I think it makes perfect sense to me. I know that this show is pretty decently highly rated. It has over an eight on Mal. Um, mine's like high five. I would give it like, I think it's like an, like, I just think it's like an okay show. And I just think, how they ruined the second half of the show, like, really kill it for me. I'm a huge stickler for endings. How you end the show, how you stick the landing. It's just like in gymnastics. How you stick the landing is one of the biggest parts of your routine. And in the, in the style of animation, in the style of storytelling, if you have, like, the, the best animes ever made, stick the landing. Your Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood sticks the landing. Like, stuff like that. Cowboy Bebop sticks to the landing you get these stylish shows of why they are remembered for what they are and for skate it could have been because there's not really like any skateboarding anime out there at least mainstream that i personally know know of you could have set the bar for like this new style of maybe like extreme sports is maybe a way to put it i'm not i know skateboarding is huge in japan like they are really like um like, represented well at, like, X Games, and now they're having it in the Olympics, and Japan will be represented by, like, probably, like, insanely high-tiered uh, people from, like, their country. And I just don't understand, like, why you had to try to, like, reinvent the wheel type of style of just, just go with, like, what you have that made it fun in the beginning and match the tone with it and just have fun with it. And I had a problem with that with skates, so let me take a sip of my drink real quick. And that's why Skate's giving my number nine most overrated anime of all time. Just not for me. Number eight. This will be really interesting. Um, I'm going to assume most people listening probably have not seen this show. Uh, 
And I'm, ah, we'll see how I rant about it. Number eight is Love Live Sunshine. It is an idol show. It is the direct sequel to Love Live. It is a story about like a high school um, idol club that wants to, you know, be idols. And my biggest problem with it is that it is literally a copy and paste of season one. The characters' personalities are essentially the same from season one or from the original Love Live. They don't have any different personalities that I can resonate with. I'm like, every character here I've already seen before, why should I give a shit about any of these characters? Is the music good? The music's fine. I think that's like one of the the part like the higher points of the show is the actual music. But how Love Live was like originally for me, I had no interest in idols at all. And then I found that the characters were fun. I could like kind of connect to like a few of them and I went with just like went with the show. And I think love life's the original is like a fun show. And then when you present something new, like sunshine, new cast, new school, new location, I'm expecting something new. And I did not get that at all. I found the characters very boring because I've already seen it before. I found how they like became the group itself was not as fun of an adventure. Uh, so like originally like love live season one, like the first season kind of is like setting up the group. And then the second season is them becoming like, and then like actually doing way more idle stuff. And then this was just like the copy paste. It's cookie cutter. I'm like, I need, I would expect something more from a franchise that is absolutely massive. Love live is a huge franchise. Maybe not super big in the West, but in Japan, it is a massive franchise. So to me, I was hoping for a little bit more from what I got it. And then to me, it was just like a snooze fest. Like I didn't even watch the second season because I was so bored with the first season. I think on Mal, it has somewhere in like the seven, like mid to low seven range. And I gave it somewhere around like a four. To me, it was just, I, I just want, I just expect a little bit more in my anime to have like fun or to go with like the style of show that they're doing. And to me, I just didn't get it with Love Life Sunshine. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rant on it too much because I'm assuming not many people have seen it. So I'm gonna say Love Life Sunshine is my number eight most uh overrated anime of all time. Moving on to number seven, a very popular anime, insanely popular light novel. I don't understand why anybody wants to continue this series, and that is is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? I will say that season one of Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon was fun. I like the con- the concept was silly. Uh, they were actually picking up girls in a dungeon, and uh, just like the lore aspect of like Hestia being like his goddess, and they have like the system built around the gods being like the fr- the families or the familias that they have. I thought that was like an interesting concept. Maybe not groundbreaking, but. Not every show needs to be, like, super whatever, over-the-top, game-changing. This was just, like, a silly show that I, I sat down and enjoyed season one. And then season two came around. And I was excited. I was like, oh, cool. Like, we're going to have more silliness. We're going to have more fun. Uh, Belle was sort of an interesting character going into, or, like, after season one. Like, I didn't hate him. I thought he was just, like, an okay character. And then season two came around. And so what did they do? They built up their familia, they got their whole crew, and they have this giant guild war, essentially. And it's going to showcase who they are as a familia. It was this huge deal. And what happens was, episode three of season two, 
The buildup was pretty good. And then the execution lasted like eight minutes. It was less than half of the episode of this like guild war. And it was won by like, like acting as a spy and sabotaging the other team. Super anticlimactic. So for like from that part on, I was like, this is, it's not, where's the fun? Like, where's the fun of having like this pretty decent, like magic system leveling up uh silly RPG style show. Where did that go? It was completely gone. And then they went full drama mode. It was no longer silly. It was no longer fun. As Belle, as this harem protagonist, is the densest motherfucker I've, like, seen in a very long time. He has, like, I don't know, seven girls fighting over him. And he's just like, oh, I guess after three seasons, I don't get the hint at all. And what really broke the straw was in season three. This is huge spoilers. So if you have not seen season three, uh, mute for like a minute or something like that. In season three, the girl he is protecting dies. At the end of the episode, the girl he is protecting is killed. She is dead. It's like, holy shit. Like, what is going to happen now? Immediately, the next episode, she is resurrected. All of the drama of her dying is over the beginning of the next episode. I was just like... What was the point? What was the point if she could just get resurrected? And it just, it's just like they took this drama aspect and executed it so poorly. And for some reason, this show is just insanely popular. This light novel sells like hotcakes. I'm like, why do you want a main character who's like a huge pussy? Like he is just like this super white knight dude who is denser than rock. He's denser than like the earth's crust. I'm like... You need to wake up, bro. And they, he has no character development throughout the entire show. Zero. He is a white knight, like, the entire time, afraid to talk to girls, even though he has, like, seven of them, like, gnawing on his dick. It's just like, I, what are you doing? And I hate, like, these dense characters where it's, like, character progression cannot exist for the main character. It can exist for everybody else, but the main character always has to be this dense character and can never progress into a relationship or flirting or, you know, like, I don't even just like, I don't know, kissing somebody or hugging somebody is not that big of a deal. And they just like draw these characters and make these characters out as somebody who is incapable of being a good character. Oh, I'm going to need another step real quick. I'm getting on a rant. It's like one of my biggest problems. You make the show called, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? The title, the context of the story is silly. Make it silly. Why can't we have fun with the show? Why do you have to overdramatize everything? And if you are going to do it, can you execute it well? And they don't. It's bad. It's honestly bad. Um, I have no interest. We're getting a fourth season, which I'm just like, ugh. For the podcast, I'll probably watch it, but it's going to be a hate watch for sure. Like, I might just do it so I can talk about it, but it's it's tough, man. Like, this show is not fun. I, I would, if you are listening on, like, YouTube or something, if you could leave a comment of why, if you enjoy this show, if you could let me know why you enjoy this show, I would be great. Like, I would love to hear your thoughts. Because to me, I have moments of fun with this show and I don't understand what they do to like ruin the fun. Why did you have to make 
these characters so they're set up in like a way where like bell has to be the white knight to save everybody um you have it with the the fox girl in season two and then what is she like a gargoyle in season three like you have these characters that where bell has to protect them nobody else can do it it has to be bell and it just like drives me crazy so let me know if you think i'm wrong but like I said, this is for fun. I'm sorry. I'm getting on a rant. I, I'm, I'm not going to front. I've had a few drinks. I'm having a good time. So um, number seven for my most overrated anime of all time is, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Number six. This one's going to be tough because there's parts of this show that I absolutely love. But I think for the most part, I think like 90% of this show is pretty bad. To where the point where I don't understand. I, I can understand where the second season gets such a high praise. But I think the first season of this show is one of the most boring times I've watched an anime. And that is Clannad. Um, yeah, so. Might get some flack for this. Uh, the OG Clannad, not after story, is hot garbage. It's so bad. It is not fun. Uh, Fuko, the starfish girl, is literally my least favorite character in anime history. I hate her. Her arc is so pointless. Her her arc in the story, they literally forget about everything that happened and forget about her. So for, I don't know how many chapters or episodes it was, like eight, seven in that area. We have this Fuko arc, and then they just completely forget about who Fuko is. I think her name is Fuko. I hate her so much, I don't even know if that's her name. So that, that's to like give you the point of like where I'm coming from. Um, parts of After Story are fantastic. The family dynamic of uh, Nagisa's family is incredible. That aspect is so much fun. There's like a scene where it's like, well, if you were a man, you'd already have her pregnant by now. And then she's throwing up because she's pregnant. Like that scene is amazing. It's so much fun. It's just like how they set up everything for after star story is like what drives me crazy. I wish it was just after story. I honestly would have been just fine if it was just after story, but like, unfortunately you kind of like have to watch the first part of Clannad to like understand the characters, which makes sense. I just think that part is super boring. Um, parts of after story are also kind of like what, like the, what, what should we call it? There's like a supernatural element in Clannad. Um, you see like the girl with a robot and stuff like that. And at the end, major spoilers here, major, major spoilers for Clannad. So if you haven't seen it, pause it for a minute, um, or mute me for a minute. Uh, how it's presented that at the end with like the robot and the girl that they're like kind of having another life somewhere else. None of the characters are dead and they're like a happy-go-lucky family. I just think the main character is the worst dad of all time. I'm going to speak to the men here. Men, if your wife is pregnant and she has a child and she dies during pregnancy... Do not abandon your child. That is awful parenting. And the fact that he is even allowed to see his daughter at any point is like alarming to me. I would be like, you would never see your kid again if you abandoned her for what? Three, four years. She, I, I think she's in like preschool by the time that they have like a meaningful relationship. 
He's just like, I'm so sad. I'm going to abandon my daughter because my wife died. And I just, oh, he drives me crazy. Oh, I hate that character so much. Uh, so a lot of the girls are actually like great. Like, um, other than Nagisa, like obviously having pregnancy complications and she's like, I'm not going to go to the hospital at all. I'd rather have my child in my living room. It's like, Hey, you might die. Guess what? Spoiler. She dies. It's just like these things. It's like, it's like really, it's like, it's written in a way to add the drama to it, which makes no sense to me. Um, it'd be completely different if like they saw the elements of her having pregnancy issues. They go to the hospital. She has the baby in the hospital and she still dies. That's completely different to me. I hated that she was in this element of pregnancy problems. And it's like, ah, it's whatever. Like, well, whatever problems do you come up with? Like, you know, your pregnancy where people still die all the time in the world from like, it is a serious problem in the world. You should probably seek, I don't know, professional medical help. Maybe. I don't know. That's just me. I'm not a doctor, but I, if my, if personally, if my wife was having pregnancy problems, I'd be like, we need to see a, you know, a physician who has had years of experience who are smarter than I am. I'm not going to take, I don't know. It just, it's just one of those things that's just like, oh, what are you doing? And it just adds to like this fake drama that is unneeded unless it's presented in like a different way. So personal gripe with Clannad in my, in my eyes. Um, I wish he, I don't know. I like Nagisa. I'm, I'm, I'm fine that she like won. It's kind of cool to see a story where like, you know, the main character has a harem and he picks a girl. That's cool. It's just like everything else that went into it to me was just like so boring. Cause I didn't like them as care. I like Nagisa as a character. I like the girls as characters. It's just like the males and the show were just like really bad and written poorly for like the dramatic elements. Hold on. We need another sip, sip break. Oh, I'm talking more than I thought I would. So uh, the alcohol is definitely helping. So that being said, I actually pretty, I enjoy after story for the most part. I just don't like some of the elements in after story and then 99% of the OG Clannad. So that's why I like Clannad as a whole, or you can maybe focus on season one is my number six most overrated anime. And yeah, so, so I'm not going to go any further. I rated too much on that. Number six is Clannad. Number five. I know a lot of people like this and I know I've, I've actually had a conversation about the show, about the, the problems that I have with the show and people agreeing that it is a major problem with it. And they still score it like decently high. I think it has like an eight on Mal, at least like the last four or five episodes special thing that they have. And there's a show called Kokoro Connect. So Kokoro Connect is a story about a club that gets essentially aliens choose them for an experiment where they switch bodies. If you've ever seen like Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches, something similar to that, but it's a little bit more psychological and a little bit more darker and a little bit more... Um, serious than uh how like Yamada-kun is presented as a comedy this is presented more as a drama so here's my biggest problem with Kokoro Connect 
they take this element of these alien experiences, switching bodies, people having like internal conflicts with themselves and also having conflicts with each other within the group, uh, mostly like relationship based. That part was fine. My biggest problem with Kokoro Connect is how they stop the alien experiments. It's all done. And they essentially act like it never happened. They move on with their lives. They have like relationship issues again within like the club. And it just turns into like a school drama. And it's just like as if every character in the show just forgot that they were essentially like taken over by aliens. Like that aspect is like, oh, whatever. Like who is Jenny dating on Saturday? Is she going with Chris or is she going with Brad? Like that was a bigger problem than them being, I don't know, abducted by aliens. And I thought like that whole aspect of just tone shifting away from it was so dumb. It, it made no sense. You had a premise of a really cool like idea of aliens and switching minds and switching bodies and having these conflicts and then working through them while also having like this overarching thing of the experiments are done. Holy shit. We were just like tested on by aliens. That's weird to me. That is just like a really weird shift in anything. Like what if you had like, what if you had like the Shonen crowd and Dragon Ball Z, you had, I don't know, the Cell Saga. And then after the Cell Saga, it turned into, like, a musical. It's no longer, like, like what would you think? I think that would just be, like, super dumb. And that's how kind of, like, how I felt with this. It's psychological. It's dark. We're having real problems with each other. Internal conflicts with each other. External conflicts with this group. Why would you, like, throw out the supernatural element for, like, stereotypical like anime drama school bullshit. And that's what they do. It drove me crazy. I did not get it. I don't understand like what the thought process would be. Be like, yeah, let's make this show about aliens. And then afterwards, let's make it Origairu or my teen romantic comedy snafu. It's just like, wait, did you just say aliens? They're like, yeah, yeah. We were talking about aliens before, but now, now that the aliens are gone, now we're going to be talking about, you know, relationships. But then they're like, but what about the aliens that were just here? Don't worry about the aliens. Don't worry about that whole, you know, going crazy because aliens are taking over your mind thing. Worry about Jimmy. Who does Jimmy like? That's more important than being fucking abducted by aliens. I gotta take another sip because it's driving me crazy. Just talking about it is like, whoo. Okay, so Coco Connect. I, I... Season one was okay because they didn't really dive into like the school stuff. It's more like the after, I think it was like a four or five episode special afterwards, which just like tanked it again, bad endings ruined shows for me. Um, and I think like, like since I'm basing this off of like Mal, I think it has like an eight, at least the second part is like an eight. I think I gave it like a four. I think now that I'm talking about it. I think it's like a three. I think the show is really bad. Um, the girl who says like that she masturbates to the guy, that chick is great. 
I'm going to give props to her. She's funny. She's like a unique character. She's her own person. And I thoroughly enjoy that in anime. So props to her, even though she looks like uh, Mio from, or Mia from uh, K-On! It's whatever. It's Kyoto Animation. They all look the same sometimes. But like, actually, I think it's the same art director as K-On! So that would make more sense. Um, yeah, big problem. Cool with her. Cool with her. Problems with the show. So... My number four, sorry, five, number five most overrated anime of all time is Kokoro Connect. On to number four. This show, this show could have been good. My biggest thing is how characters are presented in the show and how they act. So, for instance, if you have a dumb character... Just like dumber than a bag of rocks. You have Ed, Ed, and Eddie in your show. And then all of a sudden, randomly, they become Goodwill Hunting. You'd probably be like, wait, what? Weren't you just like dumb last episode? You're going to have questions with like how the story is like presented. And that was my biggest problem with this anime. It's my number four most overrated anime of all time. The characters are presented as smart. Popular, funny, charismatic, uh, talented, extremely talented, and most importantly, smart. Very smart people. Academically, socially, uh, they understand cues. They understand um, like how to interact with the world. That is how the characters are presented in this show and how they act when a dash, a dash of drama is added number four is white album two now white album two is a very bad version of my teen romantic comedy snafu love triangle with characters who can't express their feelings even though they can express everything else going on in their life family problems let's talk about it school problems let's work through it uh, they're in a band. Hey, we're having trouble with the band. Let's work through our problems. Relationships. As soon as romance is added to the list. Uh, what? What? How do I handle relationships? How do I talk to my girlfriend? How do I talk to the girl who actually likes me? How do I deal with like all of, how do I deal with, uh, two girls who are friends that like the same person? Uh, let's not use words. Even though we do that for every other thing going on in the show. Let's not handle conflict, even though we do that for everything else in the show. Let's not handle the problems on hand, even though we do that with the entire show. White Album 2. How it is presented is instead of... Uh, this is going to be heavy spoilers. So if you have not seen White Album 2, you might need to mute this for like three minutes. I'm going to be honest with you. If you never want to see White Album 2, you don't have to worry about it. How this is handled is a guy dates one of the girls in his band. There's three members in the band, two girls, one one boy. He starts dating one of them, the redhead chick. Uh, but he actually likes the black-haired chick. The black-haired chick likes him. Should, should they handle that problem? Should they talk about it? No, how about we fuck? Okay, so I'm going to cheat on my girlfriend. I'm going to uh, have sex with this girl. We're not going to talk about it. In fact, the girl's actually like, I'm going to leave now. And she goes to France or whatever she goes to. She just leaves. So then the girl finds out that, hey, my boyfriend 
cheated on me. I should dump him, right? Nah. Nah, I'm going to stay with him. I'm going to stay with him, you know, because I love him. And even though he fucked my best friend and now my best friend just like, yeet, I'm out, peace. Um, I'm just not going to deal with it. I'm just going to love him and that's how I'm going to do it. And then the main character, who is just a huge bitch, uh, you know that I hate the main character from Rent-A-Girlfriend. Uh, the guy from Kazuya from Rent-A-Girlfriend looks like a king compared to this guy. This guy, he is like ranked number one in like the class in terms of like academics. He's a very, he's presented as a very smart person. He is like the student council president or something like that. Uh, band member plays instruments, super cool, super popular. And he just, for some reason, just is like, I'm going to throw all of that out the window and I'm going to be a dumb main character. Oh, but I love her. I'm going to fuck this chick instead. I'm not going to tell my girlfriend. And then when my girlfriend's just like, I still love you. She's like, you know what? Even though I fuck this chick, I'm not going to say I break up with you. Uh, I'm going to wait for her and then you can just do whatever you want. It's just like, just everybody is garbage. Everybody is hot garbage in this show. They're all terrible characters. They're written poorly. You need to present characters in the light that they are presented in, in the show. Or sorry, they need to like react how they are presented. If Oh, my bad. If they are presented like socially inept. They're not getting cues. They don't understand relationships. That's different. They are presented as they know how this works. And they just don't do it. They don't do anything. They just like fuck and then leave. And then that's it. And it's just like so... Man, dude, this ending... It's just, it's just presented so bad. The ending is... The black hair chick leaves to like Europe. The other two are staying back. They hate each other, but they aren't broken up. And they just, like, live in misery because they're dumb. Which makes no sense because they're presented as smart. So that's, like, my biggest problem with White Album 2. So, White Album 2, you get my number four most overrated anime of all time. Moving on to number three. I'm going to self-plug here. We host a show every other week called Watch Club. What Watch Club is is like a book club. We all nominate shows, we vote on vote on them, and then we watch it. This was very recent. It is a show that a lot of people love. It is I think it's like an eight point one two or something like that on Mal. It's pretty highly rated. It is one of the most popular anime ever watched according to Mal. It's like 30-ish, maybe. It has like 1.5 million members or something like that. A lot of people watch this. I had a lot of problems with this show. Number three, most overrated anime of all time, in my opinion. I can tell that the alcohol is heading right now. Is Angel Beats. Angel Beats is a show that had a great, great concept. Uh, the afterlife in anime and touching on it. I think that we have like, in terms of like, I'll say like mainstream popularity, we have angel beats and we have um, death parade. Those are like, probably like I'd say the two most popular uh, anime that deals with this type of subject. Angel beats takes what could be great and just makes it into 
it's funny. Okay, I'm gonna say it, it bakes it into like 13 episodes of nothing. But what I would prefer is if it was actually like way more. If it was like 24 episodes, because they could have hashed out some stuff. I'm not gonna talk too much about it because we did an entire episode on this with my, like my biggest problems with it. Um, I thought a lot of the episodes were just like completely unnecessary, boring, had no point. I hated my biggest problem. I hated this so much. It's so silly and it doesn't even like take away from like the show is how the characters like freak out when they die, when they're essentially immortal in this world. I hated that aspect of the show so much. I loved the last episode. Episode 13 was, oh, that was so good. Um, but for like the most part, I really didn't like how it was like structured and it doesn't, didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me of you have problems that would be fixed by talking and said they kind of just like avoided the major problems that were going on in the show by shooting guns at somebody who can't be hit by guns. Um, I had a big issue with that. Um... Trying to think if there's anything more that I really want to touch on. We did like a full depth dive of Angel Beats for like an hour and a half. So if you are interested on mine and the group's like take on Angel Beats, you can check out our episode. It's in like uh recently aired or whatever, whatever platform you're listening on. I should say that if you're listening on like an audio platform, we do have visual content as well on YouTube. If you're listening on YouTube, we also have audio content on like Spotify and Apple podcasts and stuff like that. So depending on how you listen to your podcast, we have all different ways. So I'm so nice plug Pete. Thank you very much. So, uh, my number three anime, uh, most overrated anime of all time goes to angel beats. Number two, here we go. Another watch club show that we, that we had. Okay. So this show, I don't understand why people like it. Like at all, it was not fun it was not enjoyable the story made zero sense which makes sense because when we went and researched it we found out that the first season had like half of its content from the anime half of this content was original and if you're unfamiliar with that it is blood blockade battlefront a story that made absolutely no sense to what the fuck was going on in new york city um this show was so Man, I don't know how else to put it dumb. Dumb is literally the only way to put it in perspective on how I felt about this show. Blood Blockade Battlefront had a storyline that made no sense, a conflict that gave us no plot. They didn't understand why I didn't understand why they were fighting, who they were fighting for, or why I should care about what they were fighting for. It was just like really decent animation because it was bones bones is great in terms of animating stuff but actually this is the second bone show on the list if i'm not mistaken what they did with the show was just take a story that had like a maybe a cool dynamic i don't know because they didn't present it that way because they didn't like show us anything they just was like here's a conflict here you go here have fun go fight each other it's like why are they fighting why is New York City being constantly demolished and people are, like, living there? Like, it was in a world that, like, made no sense. If 
you lived in a city where like you were constantly under attack. If you lived in New York City and every day it seemed like a skyscraper was getting blown up, why the hell would you ever live in that city? It I, it, it doesn't it doesn't, didn't make any sense. There was like episodes where they would like fight people with no context. They would win and then the conflict is gone. They would no longer talk about. It. I think there was like a vampire episode or something like that, like episode like 7 or 8 where these characters are introduced, they win the fight and then they're just gone forever. It's just like what was the point of them fighting? Like, what was the conflict? What were these people doing that made their brigade go out and fight them? And they didn't provide us with any of that. And that was, like, my biggest thing. Everyone, a, a lot of people just say, like, it was fun and it looked cool. Okay, that's fine. There are so many anime that look nice and are fun. But if you are looking for a story in your style of shows that you look for... That that like that matters, and they didn't do that at all. I don't know what happened. Um, it was insane. Uh, this was one of, I think I had this as like my number four worst anime of all time. Um, things like Arrow Manga Sensei is like, it's not even gonna be in this list because that show is just trash in general. And I think it's that might be actually overrated because I think it has like a six on mallet. It should be like a one. Um. That's just kind of like how I feel about Blood Black Hate Battlefront, where it's just it's just bad. Like you are if you draw like a painting and it looks really pretty, and then they're like, what is the like the context of this painting? Like how where did you draw it from? Is it a flower? Is it a flower mean something to you? And it's like, nah. Nah, it just looks nice. It's like, okay, maybe that doesn't mean as much to other people. Or maybe to some people it reflects and it's like, that's fine, it just looks nice, I'm cool with it. The people that are like looking deeper for stuff, maybe for like a little context, a little, just give me a little context. That's all I asked for in my stylist shows. And Blood Black Kids is just like, no, nah, we're not going to give you anything, actually. We're going to give you zero context to what's happening. Ooh, my throat is getting dry. So, uh, yeah, I hate Blood Black Kids Battlefront. Um, the fact that I got a second season is shocking to me. I think it has. It has a 7.63 on Mal. I give it a 2. It's one of the worst animes I've ever seen. Um, I've no, I, I have seen people say that the, the manga is better. Zero interest. I have zero interest in checking out the manga, continuing the story, because it just it left such a sour note in my mouth that it's like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the manga is the best thing of all time. It doesn't matter. The show is ruined for me. So, number 2. Most overrated anime, my personal overrated anime of all time. Blood, Blockade, Battlefront. And we are now moving on to number one. But before we do that, I just want to say thank you if you have made it this far. Uh, I'm going to do a recap of my most overrated anime, 10 through 2. So 10 was Attack on Titan. 9 was Skate the Infinity. 8 was Love Life Sunshine. 7, Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? 6 is Clannad. Number five is Kokoro Connect. Number four is White Album 2. Number three was Angel Beats. And number two was Blood Blockade Battlefront. Also, I would like to say, if you've made this far, thank you so much. If you like discussions, if you like those style of anime podcasts, I would highly consider you subscribing to our content. We have new episodes every Monday. We are also on social media. There's a link tree below. 
And we also have a Discord. It's very active. It's very fun. If you want to talk about anime, manga, sports, politics, movies, whatever. We have a very active Discord. It's very fun. I highly suggest you checking us out. But with that self-plug out of the way, let's get to our number one. My number one most rated anime of all time. It's pretty popular um, in terms of, I'll say, like, the overall market. However, I only really know, like, two or three people who have seen this show. Um, this show to me has what could be a decent, like, time travel, sci-fi, dealing with real-world problems type of story. I'm trying to give you some hints, see if you can guess before I get to it. And instead, what it does is it kind of mocks a very serious subject to a lot of people and i also think how they handle the time travel element in the story is just beyond pathetic my number one most overrated anime of all time is a show called orange now if you don't know what orange is i'm going to spoil the shit out of it orange is a story about a group of six actually more i should say five Young adults. They're in like their, let's say like mid-twenties. One of the main characters is married to a character that she met in high school. It's one of the main people in the story. And they are reflecting on the time that they were in high school when one of their classmates committed suicide. And they were thinking, hey, what if there was a way that we could communicate this problem to a past, our past selves in like a different dimension or a different time? And so what do they do? They write letters to themselves about the incidents that will or may occur with a particular classmate. This classmate is close to all of them. Uh, he's part of like their main crew. And they write these letters and they drop it in the Bermuda Triangle. So somehow these letters go into the Bermuda Triangle, somehow travel back in time exactly like 10 years. It's like they somehow, it, it just worked out. Like, don't don't ask questions. It went back 10 years to Japan. They, even though they dropped into the Bermuda Triangle, it went back to Japan, foretelling the events that were going to occur. So this character who commits suicide is depressed because his mother committed suicide. So what happens in the story and like their timeline before they send the letters is that he gets really sad that like his mom committed suicide, which I, I would agree. I would also be sad if my mom committed suicide, they become good friends. They have a great bond or whatever. He gets sad like once and then kills himself, which I think is like a huge mockery of like how people handle depression and how they contemplate suicide and stuff like that i thought it was like a huge just like i got sad once i guess i'll kill myself and that's like how it was presented so, so then they send back letters the main character uh is like the redheaded girl falls for him instead of her future husband who is also a part of the group so like that relationship is just like it is shown as like a mockery it's just like hey the person who i really loved killed himself so i guess i'll marry you and have a kid 
So I thought like their whole relationship in like episode one was just like thrown out the window. And then they like they save his life or whatever. And like the story is more about not like the relationship between the two, but it's more or like the romantic relationship between the two, but more about how like hold on for one more day type of stuff and that type of element where I thought it was just like a huge fucking mockery and a joke of like depression and suicide and how people deal with problems. Um, I've been sad before and you know what? I've been sad again. And the last thing that I thought about was killing myself. Like this character is like having fun with his friends and like he's, you can, okay. I know like in depression, you can still have fun and be depressed. Like I understand that aspect of depression and like anxiety and dealing with like stuff like that. I completely understand that, but it's not like, Hey, I'm having a really good time with my friends. Oh, I'm sad for 10 seconds. Better kill myself. That's what happens in orange. It's just like, what a fucking joke. If you're trying to send a message about something serious like this, I think it's just like an absolute mockery of, like real issues. I think something like Wonder Egg Priority did a great way of taking like the anime aspect and dealing with serious issues like uh being trans, being depressed, having anxiety, wanting to kill yourself. I think that like that type of story did it incredible. And something like Orange just like guess I'm sad, better fucking blow my brains out or whatever. I think he hung himself or something like that. Just like what a joke. What an absolute mockery of what could have been something great and just like turned it into like this happy go lucky rom-com like go fuck yourself honestly i'm sorry if you like this show this show sucks like this show straight up sucks you need to think about why this show sucks and i'm getting really livid because i fucking hate this show so much think about how they handled the serious topics in orange I know there are parts of it that are fun. Happy go lucky where you get that serotonin boost. You're like, I'm having a good time. But then when they deal with the drama shit, it's a mockery. It's an absolute mockery of mental illness about real. Like I've had friends whose parents killed themselves. Like they didn't just blow their brains out because their mom killed themselves. Or I've had like people who's like their brothers like overdose or something like that. And, Passed away. Like the exact opposite is like living for that person you care about or something like that. Like I, I've had like family issues in like previous episodes. If you've ever heard like the Violet Evergarden, I'm not going to talk about it here, but like I've had like family issues where a loved one passed away and the exact opposite has happened. It's I want to live for that person. I don't want to end everything. And I know it's different from each person. I'm just giving it through, through like my eyes. Like, I was super depressed and all that stuff when those type of things happened. And I just thought, or just like a big fuck you to my face, to be honest. I, I think it was a huge fuck you to my face. So, uh, so in exchange, fuck you, Orge. Like, suck my dick. Like, I hate Orge. I'm sorry, but I hate the show so much. So, that was a fun rant. Um, that was my top 10 uh, most overrated anime of all time. I'm going to, in the future, going to do my top 10 underrated anime of all time which i think will be a lot more fun a lot more heartwarming um stuff like that where or i wanted to get some you know it's a podcast I, and i want to get some things off my chest and i hope you can maybe understand a little bit from where i'm coming from and maybe you let me know like what your 
most overrated anime is. And if you could tell me why you think it's overrated, I don't want you to say like it's my hero because it's bad. Tell me why you think my hero is bad. Tell me why you think X show is bad. I think it'd be a really fun discussion that we could have. And we could you can do it in like our comments or in our Discord or something like that, or DM me or something like that. I'm, I'm down to have a conversation. But if you have made this far, I greatly appreciate it. Um, I had a lot of fun. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm a little drunk, still drinking. I had a good time talking. Um, I love talking anime. I love when you guys interact and uh, we can have like these conversations in like a respectful manner. I hope I didn't trigger anybody, but yeah, I just want to say thank you again. Join our discord, follow me on Twitter, that type of stuff and link tree below. And next week we will be having our watch club episode. Uh, we will be doing Hina Matsuri, which is, I absolutely adore that show. And then in two weeks, I believe we will be doing maybe some form of preview or review. So if you like seasonal anime in two weeks, we got something for you. So, so I'll say thank you for listening and we will see you next time.